As the great Jedi Master Ben Kenobi once said, Hello there. I'm Gabi Moraga, host of the Board Game Snobs. Thank you for checking us out. Thank you for listening to this episode. We are a ridiculous podcast with two ridiculous hosts, myself, Gabi, Jerry, soon to speak as the show continues on. The reason I'm doing this preamble is because we forget to do an introduction because we start fighting immediately this episode. If you're a long-time listener, what's new? If you're a new time listener new time listener if you're a new listener thanks for checking us out we are a ridiculous podcast we are ridiculous hosts and we discuss ridiculous things and also board games these episodes you are currently listening to these episodes this episode is a continuation of a series our top 25 board games of all time this is at numbers 15 to 11 next week will be 10 to 6 Etc. Etc. That's how numbers work when we count down. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Tell your family. Rate. Review. Etc. Etc. Yada yada. And now on with the show. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. And go. I'm ready for it. The continuation of quite possibly the longest list of great games about board games on the internet. No. Yes. None of that would be true. Yeah. There's lots of longer lists. I didn't say that, though, because you don't pay attention to what I said. I, you said the longest list of great games. Of the greatest games. But according to you. Right. Been subjective. <laughs> Okay. So it's true. You got to explain it again. It's true, though. Before every episode, you have to do the whole explanation. I'm not doing that because that's dumb. Go listen back to top 25. Well, then why are we doing it if it's so dumb? It is dumb. Now you're just getting wine drunk over there. You got to. No, don't look at me. Now you're getting facetious. No, you're the one that's getting angry and irritated. That's a dumb list. You're the one. We're doing it. As this list culminates right now. But we have to do it. Why? Because the people demand it. And if we don't do it, then we'll be pariahs. And so we have to sell out and do this. I love her Christmas song. To where we get to where we don't have to worry about this stuff anymore. What if she named her child Pariah Carrie? And she's like, she's a pariah. Yes, you gave her that name. You just don't tell her anything. Don't don't talk about her. No, that's Bruno. Either way, Bruno Carrie. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. It's an Encanto joke. Something you wouldn't understand. Have you watched Encanto? Yes. You watched Encanto? Yes. I watch all the DreamWorks Pixar stuff. Oh, Lord. Don't, oh, Lord, man. They have no kids. That's weird. You think they're only made, you think half them jokes kids get? No. Those those are for parents. Toy Story. You know, don't get me started. Little Mermaid and all the adult stuff they put in there. Oh, hidden messages. There wasn't no hidden messages and directions and stuff you can't even notice. There weren't any. You would know about not noticing such things. But I'm just saying is that there is no. Pixar is for adults. They just happen to do it as a cartoon. Whatever. That's called magma. Or <laughs> wait, wait, what? What's the what's the cartoon Japanese stuff that it's re- lava, liquid hot dip- magma? Liquid mag- hot magma. What's the thing that Enrique listens to? Cartoon. Okay, Japanese? this is my thing. How do you remember like three words I said five years ago, but you can't remember manga? That's right. I had it right. Or manga. I don't know how See, you, you say don't it. Even know. 
I know it's M A N G A. It's it's either manga That's or manga. That's what I said, manga. No, you said magma every time you refer to either it. Either way, people know. I think you do it to like be silly and foolish looking. Talking about you hot, know what it really hot is. Cartoons. I don't. No, I don't. Cartoons is pejorative. They call them animations. Why is cartoons pejorative? Because it's like it's not a Who cartoon. It's not that? funny. It's not Bugs Bunny. That's not for children. Are you saying cartoons? Because are for manga, children? manga, lots of times is not for children. Most definitely can I not say, for children. Can I point something out? That if you have to change the term of something to something else so that you don't feel bad about it, then that's all you need to know. So if you can't call it a cartoon, and I don't know the origination of cartoon. Like I'm, what's animation? What's cartoon? It's all. It's all the same. It's all colorful. I'm going to look up Webster's Dictionary. I'm sure an animation. The one and only true dictionary. It's something that's drawn whereas or created. But I tend to call all animations cartoons. Like all tissue is Kleenex to me. Now that's a brand. I know. But that's different. Because we're talking about two specific terms and not naturally. Name brand tissues. Cartoon definition. Cartoon, a simple drawing showing the features of its subjects in a humorously exaggerated way, especially a satirical one in a newspaper or magazine. Or, number two, a motion picture using animation techniques to photograph a sequence of drawings rather than real people or objects, so it's the same thing as animation, according to this. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, you're watching cartoons, but you can't call it a cartoon because that would make it seem childish. But if you were to say they're cartoonish looking, that would be, number one, where they're exaggerated. Well, the most of them are. Like, there's very few realistic animations. Arcane is a realistic animation, not a cartoon. It would not be exaggerated, but it is animation. So, definition two is correct. All right. So I'm just saying, you can go watch your children's movies if you want. I'm not shaming you. I'm just saying it's You've never weird. watched a Pixar and said that's a good movie. I have kids, so I have to. No, don't do that. Before you had kids. I never have. It's always been in the context of me taking a child no. to a movie theater. No. Yes, I've never. No. Yes. As an adult, I have never willingly watched a cartoon or animation or anything Well, else. then you're missing out. You're missing out. Because well, no. there's good animations that I'm are literally, not just for children. I'm it's not just little. I'm literally not missing. They have out. I'm serious adult themes. <sighs> I don't know if they'd be that. I don't know about that. Up has an old man whose wife dies in the first three minutes of the show. Yeah, and then it's him dealing with grief. That's not for children. It's pretty. It's nice. They might get some of the. They think the dog's funny because the dog talks and barks. Right, because it's a cartoon. But, Yes, sure. Let's toss that in for yeah, the children. It's a cartoon. But it is not necessarily just for children. No, I didn't say it was just for children. You're calling me weird for watching a cartoon. I'm saying it is odd. No, One it is not. Admit. No, uh, email boardgamesnobs at gmail.com. Yes, please. If and you, tell us if your you like thoughts on watching animation shows. Cartoons. If you like magma. Liquid hot magma. <laughs> Go ahead. And, and so you can. You're about to get my blood boiling like magma. And have gobby. Y'all can get together and talk about your cartoons. My number 15 mm. in this top 25 useless list that Jerry doesn't even want to do, but yet here we are doing it. No, Might as well make the best of it. Was Jerry's number 16. <gasps> We were so close to we being... We were so close. Oh, we missed it by that much. It's our second crossover. Shifts passing in the night. Il Magnifico. That's right. 
Exactly. Lorenzo. As you said. Cranio. Also, come on, did it, I guess. Who knows? It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. You can still buy it. It's on sale a lot. Get it. Get it while it's getting good. A good, you can build a good engine. It's good. Get your good engine going. If you like frustratingly, uh, frustrating worker placement in a good way, this is the game for you. El Magnifico. <laughs> El. Hey, Are you trying to get my magma going? I, know, I, just, I have to. Eel. 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 Lorenzo Il Magnifico. Magnifico. I'm going to make sure I get that right. Very nice. As My number 15. My, What's your number 15, Jerry? Another crossover. Oh, with something already said, eh? Gold West. Oh. By Mr. J. Alex Cavern. There's not a lot to be said other than the fact that this is a great Euro that utilizes that Moncala mechanism to the nth degree. Wonderful game. Love the animations, artwork in this yeah, game. Yamankala. That's appropriation. You said that last time, and you need to stop that. Oh, I thought it and would I be condemn good, that. No, you, I'm condemning that. And my, and I would just say, yeah, man, Kala. I condemn that. So we're moving along since we're moving along pretty quick. That's our 15th. I know. Crossovers. We'll be done with this episode in 10 minutes. All right. Because you didn't want to banter a whole lot. I said, no, we bantered. There was plenty of banter. This is banter. Just saying this is banter is banter? Yes. This is conversation. This is banter. Meta? I'm all about the meta. You told me not to go meta. I was trying to go into the meta. Actually, I told myself not to go meta. I go meta too often because I often talk about ourselves in the podcast. Yeah, and you you point out things that don't need to be pointed out. out. I'm like, there it is. Oh, it's like, (laughs) look, there it is. Like, no, leave it alone. Like, you're killing the vibe. Oh, like, you're the supreme podcast commander. You're breaking the podcast commander. I am supreme podcast commander. I'm the Deadpool of podcasting. Looking right at you. That's right. That's right. My number 14. You know what? It's cranio after cranio. Mm. And I don't give a damn. Cranio. But I do, because I'm building dams in Barrage. Ah, get the joke. Barrage, another cranio game by my man. Oh, wait. No, he's not. Oh, yes, he is. Simone Luciani. <laughs> and two more. <laughs> uh Actually, the first one mentioned on BGG is Tommaso Batista. Mm. I like and Batista. Then Simone Luciani. Batista was the guy that uh, he's the fighter. Mm-hmm. He's the green, he's the green guy. Dave Guardians and, and he's uh, in twenty forty nine. He's in Dune. He is in Dune. He's Didn't, a bad guy. He did not Dune he's a lot. Harkening back to yeah, hopefully he'll do Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Dune more in the second one. Yes, he will most definitely. I suspect so. We're not Dune <clears throat> with him. Uh, Florence Pugh is going to be Princess Irulan. I like Florence Pugh a lot. I like Florence Pugh. Who Pugh? Pugh. 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 Florence Pugh. Remind me who's that. By Dillis Who's Florence Pugh has been in, most notably, Midsommar. She was also in Little Women. Oh. But she was most recently the Black Widow. Gotcha. Yes, she's funny. Black Widow's younger sister. She she, she does. She hilarious. is humorous. She's very humorous, but also a great actress. I find her humorous as well. As, well. I, as a doctor, as a doctor, you would find her humorous. I would, and her Olnar, <laughs> um, Olnar Levinson. Olnar of that's the Thor's brother. Is this Thor's brother? Olnar? <laughs> no, that's the hammer. That's a Viking. Milnor. Milnor. <laughs> I'm crush your femur with Olnor. What? And I will find it humorous. 
Bone jokes. <laughs> Oh, they're never dry. Oh, I'm a um, doctor, not a bone guy. Bones. Star Trek. I love Star Trek. Uh, freaking love Star not Trek. Not Picard. Picard is... Okay, I tried watching season two, episode one. I have given it three different attempts. It's so up its own butthole. Wow. It is. There's no, hemorrhoid. no hemorrhoids there, because hemorrhoids are not up. They're out, right? Right. Sorry, that's kind of gross. They are internal. I guess that's why people don't like talking about hemorrhoids, because they're gross. Why are you piling on, Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Oh. Anyway, Barrage. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's a great game. <laughs> it's a good game. Water. <laughs> yeah, Barrage is an excellent game. I, I'm Barrage thoroughly. is, we broke it out here oh, several more months ago now, but it's one of those games that it can be, it, it can be, it it can be analysis paralysis inducing because there's so much going on and also the little trails of where everything goes is kind of hard to follow so you got to look and see if the water here is going to generate power there and which dam it's going to there's a lot going on plus that freaking electricity power up charging board is not intuitive no and about halfway through we're like oh crap this is not how we do that it's not it doesn't add up it's just like your max level of power that you've created is where you stay at it's not accumulative not accumulative it's a cumulonimbus which rains down provides water to this barrage precipitation no breathing love this game great game my number where are we at number that was my 14 ah uh, my 14 is a game that has stuck with us it was the game of Whenever it came out, it was like one of the first games we awarded Game of the Year to. The Godfather. Oh. The one by, come on. Corleone's Empire. And Mr. We've Eric had several come on games. Lang. Right Eric Lang did a fine job on The Godfather. I know I've been harsh on a lot of his games in the past. The reason I like The Godfather is not only the theme, but also how the combat with the worker placement works. The area control slash influence slash the scoring, having to not only get your money, but also score it by putting it in your little tin. And as well as the fact that I have found that it plays just as well with multiple players as it does two player. I've played this game many times with Enrique two player. Scales very nice. And enjoyed it thoroughly. It's been overlooked. You can find it on sale many times. The Godfather. I, I tr truly enjoy this game. <clears throat> it frustrates me that... All that trilogy of Blood Rage, Rising Sun, and Ankh get all the, all the adul adulation, uh, no breathing, uh, platitudes, whatever you want to call platitudes. it. Platitudes. Okay. Adulation. It gets all the congratulations, esteem, whatever. There's another word I cannot think of. Anyway, prestige. Left behind is God Godfather, and to me, it's the best of them. Even though I haven't played Ankh, have no desire to because I hear mixed things about that. But we have played Blood Rage. It's good. Fine. But Godfather is really good. And I wonder if the theme of the Godfather, like it just doesn't connect with a lot of people. Like a lot of people maybe not have seen it or they don't care or they think it's just like. They've not been made a deal. Or they think it's like, I played this game before I saw Godfather and I still enjoyed it right. a lot. Yeah. 
I think that might throw people off because you, the you, Godfather's like very niche. You look like Marlon Brando in the later years. How so? Well, have you seen Marlon Brando in the later years? I want you to say it out loud. I'm just saying your your structure is very Marlon How Brando-ish. So? I'm going to post a picture of you. Your face is very <laughs> Marlo Brando-ish. Marlo? Marlo. <laughs> Marlo. You're drinking Merlot. <laughs> Merlot. Marlo drinking Merlot. When I lived in Idaho, Oklahoma, I lived next to Marlo. All right, Brando. Marlo. I lived next to Marlo, Rod, and Mod. Mm. They're my bros. That's my number 14. You're number 13, sir. My number 13, Hunza Titanica. Very nice. This game is older apparently got re-released but it got re-released in 2020 with the big box designer andreas steeding and publisher pegasus bill this game is for me the quintessential cube pusher tis it is because you literally push people's cubes out of the way sometimes you move your own cubes around to fool people and your route building and your worker placementing it's german route building and you just if you want to go here and you do this and that where well, you can push other people's cubes out of the way and it's really really good network route building tech trees you have a personal player board that's kind of uh size ish and that you're upgrading, and depending on your upgrades, it enables you to do more and more in the game itself. This is the type of game I was talking about that in one, two, three episodes ago in Anno 1800, I like games that evolve. And in this one, the game evolves because as you're playing, much like Scythe, you're improving your abilities as a player. And as the game goes on, you're able to do more and more. The things you do become more powerful. I like that a lot in this game. Plus, it is also one just a super tight worker placement game that Anno 1800 is not. Anyway, Hans of Teutonica, my number 13 personal favorite game of all time as of the publishing of this podcast in 2022. Andre Steeding is also the designer of Goo Gone, which was a game that I didn't particularly care for, but got a lot of praise and I see the value of it. He also produced a game that has been on my want list that looks absolutely beautiful stroganov s-t-r-o-g-a-n-o-v stroganov stroganov but that's michael no oh this was but it looks like it's similar because you Beef? are yeah it's you're exploring the the siberian so is stroganov that's how i spelled it right so yeah s-t-r-o-g-o-n-a-f-f it's like hamburger helper so are you michael stroganov or beef stroganov you got to beef with somebody but yeah, uh, the game that I've been looking forward to have not obtained it. I remember playing this game the first time, Jerry, was it a Kickstarter? Whatever it was, we finally got it. And I've heard uh, Christian Soul Train of uh, Superboard Sunday. Do they make podcasts anymore? I don't think so. Brian, are you listening? He loved this game. And I think this is this game. I think this game is on BGA. At least it used to be. I don't know. I need to check that out. But it, it is the quintessential it is the quintessential cube pusher. Hansa Teutonica. Hansa Teutonica. That's your number 13? 13, bro. My number 13 is a game. A game. It's a game, not the game. It's not the game, because it's just number 13. It does, however, involve royalty. Royals. Yes. No. Lords. Of Vegas. Yeah, Absolutely. Lords of Vegas is a great game. It's even better. Or just the singer. Lord sang a song called Royals. If Look at there. 
if you play and enjoy craziness, dice chucking, and at the same time, a little bit of negotiation, a little bit of area control, a little bit of betting, a little bit of just randomness in your games, Lords of Vegas is an amazing game. I absolutely love what this game is because it allows you to go build up casinos, take over other casinos, go to other people's casinos and play games, earn money, or lose all your money, all at the same time competing and having a great time. Lords of Vegas is nothing but fun. And it, yeah. This was your number seven previously in your top ten. Correct. I view this as a very random game, which I don't particularly like, and it also has a smattering of negotiation, that's which kind of brings it up. But either way. So, so far in this top 25 list, you have mentioned your previous number two, Game of Thrones, your previous number four, Lorenzo, your previous number six, Godfather, and now your previous number seven, Lords of Vegas. Spoiler alert, my top ten, six games so have dropped one, out. One, I was about to say one, two, three, four. So that's four right there. Six yeah. games have dropped out of my top ten, okay. my previous top ten. Lords of Vegas, excellent game. I believe it's still readily available. No need to readily buy. available. No need to buy or readily available. Ridley Scott Productions. You sir. My number twelve is brand spanking day. Woo! Kind of as of last year. No, two years ago. Good oh. lord, we're in twenty twenty two. Pandemic. Dune Imperium. Ah. Dune Imperium came into my life and swept me off my feet. Even without me having reading the book, I was in the process of reading the book because of all this Dune-ness that was to come. And there's been a lot of Dune. There's so many Dune games, and there's a new one called Arrakis on its way. But Dune Imperium is a area influence combat set collection. There's a oh, little bit of that. Categories. Category. Hmm. Novel-based. What okay. kind of categories is that? A category. Mechanisms. Card play conflict. Dick bag and pool building. Nobody open cares drafting. about that. Oh, it does have a solo that I wasn't crazy about the first time I played, but after a couple of plays, I did enjoy the solo. It's a bot. I love this game. It's a great game. It is my number 12, Dune Imperium by Paul Denon, publisher Direwolf, which also comes with a very nice app that can keep track of things for you. I like the combat. The co- For me, this game would not be the same without that little combat arena. That little combat arena adds just a saison. It's just, it's just like, otherwise game, you're just running up tracks via Lost Ruins of Arnak. Well, well, this game is all about your, your, it, not only your work replacement, but being able to play the cards. And I think the most ingenious thing, two things that it does is one, that combat. It's not the focal point of the game, but it's something you have to pay attention to. It's great. Plus the fact that the cards that you don't play to activate, you use the rest of them for resources. That's a great. That's a, I love that mechanic. Yeah, I forgot about that. Dune's yeah, that's good. one of the best games come out here in the past couple it of years. It is. It's yes, uh, very much so. Number twelve, digging deep here. This is a game that doesn't get any love. I feel that Ooh. this is this particular designer's finest game. He has games that are ranked much higher, but for me and mine. Not only is this a great solo game, but the way that the card play works and the area influence and everything about this game is wonderful, except, of course, the the board itself is awful. I think they even come up with a different edition that changed the color palette of Blackout Hong Kong, which is Alexander Pfister's best game. It is not Great Western Trail. It's not, certainly not, that monstrosity that was Maracaibo. Mm. 
Uh, That's rough. I have not got to play Cloud Age. I've heard great things about it. Mombasa. Blackout Hong Kong is about Hong Kong losing all power. You are emergency managers having to deploy your workers via cards. And it is just a, a great theme about managing these resources that are so tight and so random. And you just have to make do with what you have. The solo works well. The multiplayer works well. Everything about this game is is just spot on, and I cannot believe that more people do not latch on to this game. If you like Alexander Fister's games, and you like that type of card play that he did in Maracaibo, and also apparently there's some of that in various other games of his, I think of I think of Mombasa, which is his second best game. By the I way, I love Mombasa. Mombasa is amazing. Then Hong Kong Blackout is, yeah. I, I this this game would probably be higher up on my list, but I've only played that one time with you, and I liked it. But I wanted to play it again, but you've packed it away. Yep, along with everything else. I think what holds this game back from being ranked higher because people are shallow is just its appearance. There's a blackout in Hong Kong, so much of the board is simply just dark, and it's a. I'm going to say. Right now, one of my favorite mechanisms that has shot to the top of my favorite mechanisms, because all the games I think about that I love and that I like, Rondell. That's my boy. You know, I've been saying that, and we've been talking about it, and of course, that's one of those, you know, every mechanism that comes about, Jerry says he doesn't like it. You said that about Rondell's, but... Yeah. Almost, I've got so many games that I love where a rondelle is a key component of the game. And I love the rondelle because you can go two or three spaces to go further is going to cost you. And that's a nice mechanism to bring restraint, to rein you in. And this game has that mechanism. And it differentiates, like every round, don't you shake things up and throw them yeah, back out? Yeah, the, your, the rondelle is not... The rondelle is the resources, and so you shake up, throw out there, and these dice get placed out there. What type of resources? And, and then you got to play cards to and you do move what around you trying to get what you want. So it's like you, you you have to expend resources to go get. It's very thematic. You have to spend these truck resources to move around the rondelle to get yes. access to certain resources and use these resources to get people what they need. This is an amazing game, and if you're uh, this, this is a a euro. Euro players dream. This is a great game. It upsets me that it is not more popular. And I think like, like Maracaibo was all the rage, and it's got this you know bright blue green board because it's the ocean. Is trash. And- <laughs> I, I, I will die. I will. I will. I understand Great Rest Western Trail. If you like Great, he Western likes rondelles because all fine. these games are rondelles. Yeah, he's it's fine except maybe one boss. Maracaibo is trash. Anybody who likes Maracaibo is misguided. Repent now. And it's colonialization. Yes. I didn't even How bring dare that you? Why not go help the people of Hong Kong turn the lights back on? There you go. That's all you got to do. Do you not like Hong Kong? Are you Godzilla? Oh, yeah. Get it. Actually, Godzilla defends Hong Kong. That he always even destroys though, even it. though he destroys it. In the raw, the new Godzilla, the one that come out here. I can't mm, remember. God versus Kong. No, no. Oh. The, the real Godzilla. Not that crap that you watch, the mainstream stuff. I'm talking How about dare you. I'm talking- oh, you think you're yeah. so mainstream. Uh, Star Wars is freaking mainstream and you love it. Don't talk about mainstream and the pejorative. It is. I am talking about the pejorative. Such a hipster. You don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, <sighs> Dead Gummit. I can't ever find this. 
I don't know what you're talking about. Go ahead. Do your next one. That was my number uh, 12. You talking about the one with Brian Cranston in it? No, I'm talking about the real Godzilla. Go about your business. I don't. I, what? I, I, first of all, there is no real Godzilla. No, no there no. is a real Godzilla. It is a, 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 a fictional creature. My number 11. Godzilla sh- uh, Shin, by the way. <laughs> Godzilla Shin, Shin. King Kong kicked it, and that's why he defeated Shin, Godzilla. Please don't make fun of the language. Shin Godzilla, S H I N Godzilla. S H I N is the Shin on my leg. That is the Godzilla. I don't know movie. what you're saying. Because right you now. haven't watched it. Oh, so? It is the Godzilla, Shin Godzilla. It's the actual Japanese Godzilla. Is that the very first episode, the very first movie? I said 2016. So how is that the Godzilla? Because it is... It's not the original. Yes, it is. The original. In 2016. Are you not following what I'm saying? No. Okay. It's the original Godzilla. The Godzilla from the old ones. They have made him in multiple movies. Uh-huh. This is the... He also appeared in Godzilla vs. Kong. No, he didn't. That's, no, he a, didn't. that's a made-up new one. No. Yes, it is. Does look nothing like him. You don't this know. Is the, yes, it's with your eyes. It is not the same Godzilla. This is the Godzilla. You're talking about a fictional dragon lizard. It's the same thing with James Bond. <laughs> there is the James Bond and being in these movies. This is the Godzilla. Shin Godzilla. Just kick him in it then. You're making fun of the language, and you're you're showing yourself as being <laughs> hateful towards the people that of Hong not, Kong. Oh, is that what I'm doing? Send all your hate mail to <laughs> BoardGameStop at gmail.com. If we have any listeners in Hong Kong or Japan uh, or anything like that, send your harshly worded letters <sighs> to Gobby. Go ahead, sir. One of my favorite things about the new Godzilla is his radioactive breath, because that's the first light you see to victory over the bad monsters. My number 11 is Circadian's First Light. <laughs> well, that was a big stretch. But I want to use it. My number 11, Circadian's. Go after it. Not locusts. Not Circadian's. They make that, they make that noise. They're not Acadian's, which apparently is like Louisiana people. That makes up, that messes up your rhythm. Circadian <laughs> rhythm method. Can't sleep. First Light. You wake up, you're like, I've been asleep. What's that noise? Like, oh, and they're, and they're going to want to freeze daylight saving time. They are. They're going to do it. Thank God. No, 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 no. Get Zilla. rid of it altogether. What do you mean get rid of it? Get. I don't want to be stuck in daylight saving time. I just want them to stop moving the clock. I don't care what they do with it. But I want to fall back, then get rid of it. Why? Because I've lost that hour of sleep for eternity. No, you haven't. I have. No, you haven't. It's gone. No, you haven't. If they keep it like it is, I will never get it back. What do you mean? We've time traveled to the future. One hour. No, we'll never it get is it back. Stopping it. It's stopping it. <sighs> it will forever be dark when I come home from work. Even more so in the future. Do you not know how that works, though? It's daylight saving time. No, 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 no. no. They, they, you move you forward. That way you get up earlier in the summer and the daylight lasts longer for uh-huh. the freaking farmers or whatever they say. Yeah. And in the winter, you would fall back because it gets dark super early, like so, five so, o'clock. So you're going to come home when it's dark. But now it's going to get dark at four o'clock because they're going to leave it the same. That's fine. 
It is fine. Circadian's first slot. Designer, S.J. McDonald. Not Shim Phillips. Not Norm. Not Sam. Normally, Norm. Sam was the artist. Sam Phillips. I like Sam. Publisher, Garfield Games, though. This game is severely underrated because all of Shim's games get all the praise. So underrated. I don't know if I've rated it. Hang on a second. Raiders of Scythia. Raiders of the North Sea. Viscounts of the West Kingdom. All these West Kingdom games. They all suck. All, they all do, except for Raiders of the North Sea. Which has been killed and by... And Raiders of Scythia. Raiders of Scythia, but they're the same game. I want to st- I, I want to replay Viscounts to see if I missed something. You may have. But this Circadian's First Light by S.J. McDonald... Which is getting a reprint, an expansion. Get and, on And it. there's also another, like, a uh, in the same universe, but a, like th- they're taking this and making it something else. Crickets at dawn. No, there's another either like a part two or, you know, what they call spiritual successor or something like that coming out with this game. Circadian second dinner. But it's more of a I think it's more of like a area control type Mm. game. Anyway, this game doesn't get talked about enough because all his other games not as Jay McDonald, he's a designer, but it's all Shim's games get all the glory and Circadian's first light kind of gets left in the dust. The, the, uh, the, 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 the things you get in the game, the resources in the game, they are fiddly. They're little bitty. They're a little bitty for my big fat fingers to constantly be, Oh, get 10 of these, get five of these. They need, they do need that resource track it needs a that would get box. rid of that. They need a bigger box, bigger pieces. This game is Bubba approved. Me and Bubba were the ones that discovered this game. You are. And y'all played this at BGG and then you talked to me about it. We purchased it. No. Shim sent it. Oh, that's right. Very nice. Shim, Thank you, Shim. Shim Godzilla sent it. Shim Shimini. Shim Shimini. Shim Shim Shiru. Thank you, Shim. A fantastic solo. And a great, even though the artwork is very cartoonish. I don't, I don't have a problem with the artwork. It's different. It's different. I like that artwork. I do it, too. It's, it's off the chain. Uh, I like it. Our artist, Sam. Good job, Sam. Godzilla. Job, Sam. Sam Godzilla. Why you can ref- keep referring everything to Godzilla? Because Shin Godzilla, Shim Godzilla. Oh See God. what I'm doing with that? Okay. I cannot believe you're shaming me after that Godzilla <laughs> I'm light shimming thing. you. Okay. <laughs> so... I'm that was to, my number 11. Can, can I do a bad pun, too? Is that all right? <laughs> Go for it. I, this is the worst game to try to do a bad pun, too. I don't know what to do. Well, like, since we're talking about... Since the... the I don't know. The hemorrhoids are the gateway. I don't know what you're thinking, to Yo, Lang. Gates of Loyang. Yes. Okay. I know where I was going with that. I know where I was going with that. Gates of Loyang. Uwe Rosenberg game. Uwe... UA. Mm-hmm. It's a great game. Matter of fact, it's better than Misery Farm. Agricola? Yeah. It's better than Fields of Earl. That's my name. It's better than Feast for Odan. Feast with Budan. It's better than most of his games. Matter of fact, it's the only UA on my list. I don't think I have one, and I would probably agree. I like Fields of Earl a lot. Gates of the Loyang has a am- great solo. It is an amazing game about being vegetable farmers at the gates of Yolang Yo Yo and selling your vegetables, growing them in your fields, and managing your customers. You can make people mad when you don't fulfill your orders, and at the same time, there's some gotcha elements to it, too, that you can add in to kind of go back and forth with the other players and interact. It's a wonderful game. It's a 
tasty Ninja Turtle game. Mm, needs to be redone. Yeah. Bought up by somebody else. They're done for. So you need to get this game because nobody talks about it because they keep talking about Agricola and Caverna and all that other. I know. This game is superior to those. Just please. Please. I, what I like about this game is very simple and it's very like, you know how there's like things you like about it. Oh, that's cool. Like I was talking about that. Anno 1800 does not have. What I like about this game is the way you get a vegetable, plant it, and then it populates. Boom. Boom. You have a field of that vegetable now. exactly how it happens in real life. And then you just, you harvest one of each and every put it, round. put it in your wagon. I like that. And you can't keep your vegetables. I like that. It's a rot. I like that. I like it a lot. That is my number 11. Good choice. It is a good I choice. I approve. I'm glad you do. Are you, did, was that your, well, are we good? I, you went. F- are you I, your number 11? <laughs> this is why I've been keeping track. No, 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 yeah. no. I went first. It's the last one. It's the last podcast. Okay. <laughs> we okay. So are we done? So my number, yeah, because my number 15. Uh, I, my number, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. I've been writing your stuff down. You went, I went first this time. We've alternated. I'm glad we're going to stop being meta. So this is it for this episode. Your number 11 was something. Well, I will tell you real quick, a rehash. My number 15 was your 16, Lorenzo, followed up by another cranial, Barrage, then Hansa Teutonica, then Dune Imperium, then Circadian's Rhythm. Nice. Mine was Gold West, Godfather, Lorenzo, Blackout, and Gates of Little Yang. No, but, not Lorenzo. Lords of Vegas. Oh, I'm sorry. Lords of Vegas. Blackout, then Gates of Little Yang. Can't even read my own handwriting. I know. I've been writing it all down for that very reason. Been drinking some shiner. <laughs> I'm going to give you a shiner, say. Oh, yeah, don't, that, hey, don't no, make fun of my no culture. No violence. Anti-violence. I'm Gabby. This is Jerry. Come Bye-bye. back next week for more of this list. <laughs> Tim, we, we break through the top oh, ten. My, this is, oh, this, 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 the big this one. is what's funny. Everybody stop listening for three weeks because that's what everybody does. You skip these episodes and you just listen to the top ten. <laughs> that's all you do. And if you you should feel foolish if you've listened to all this. You know what we should do? What? We never come out with the top ten. <laughs> just skip. We should just stop, leave a cliffhanger. You know what would suck? If I die and it then would, we don't get the top would, ten. That's I, it. I would do a posthumous top ten. I think God would like this <laughs> And you like talking about like stuff I hate. You start crying. And like, he really likes Ed Yo. He, he was sitting there as a bunch of joke. That's his new number one. And uh, it, yeah, that's what we should do. But Just, we're not. We're going to do our top. T- you know what? Lest we perish between now and then. Which is possible. You never know. I, you know, this what, what is could life? Get infected. What again? Greenness hemorrhoid. You could bite they your have tongue. To, they have to bleed, bleed out. <laughs> <laughs> they have to amputate one of your butt cheeks, and then they take out my tongue. You can't sit in podcast, and I can't talk. I can't stand for what it. What are we gonna do? You would be driving your truck, eating your subway, and bite your tongue and bleed out while you're driving. Wreck your truck into some. No, oh, uh-huh. that'd be horrifying. It's a dark ending. What happened it's a to dark it? Ending. I don't know. We should have stopped this three minutes ago. <laughs> but why? <laughs> why? All right. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you enjoy us, tell a friend. Hey, don't forget about the geek 
board game geek buddy analysis thing. Do that too. Oh, Get yeah. on. They've already forgot. I forgot for two episodes, but thankfully I remembered. Join our Facebook group, which will be linked in the show notes of this episode. Doesn't matter. Show if notes, something that Jerry doesn't know nothing about because he doesn't mess with any of it. Doesn't that. matter. I, I'm too busy managing the geek buddy analysis. <laughs> and plus, it's like, who? If you, it doesn't matter if you're a bot, we'll still approve you into the oh, group. Oh, yeah. No problem. Post what you want. I'm Wild Gabby, West. that's Jerry, no, bye-bye. No, don't, don't. We've already got a strike on us on Facebook. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Stay classy.